All right, welcome back to another episode of Nickel for Your Thoughts. Uh, today we have a very special guest, uh, Saloni. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, everyone. Um, my name is Saloni. I'm a third-year dental student, and I'm mutual friends with some of like Mike's friends, Alvin's friends, and uh, I went to the same undergrad basically as them. So I'm here now. <laughs> Did you do BME? I didn't. I was the odd one out. I'm Our good old first non BME guest. Let's go. Yay. Round of applause. Yay. <laughs> we're, we're going through some character development here. <laughs> Diversifying. Yeah. That's awesome. What was your uh, undergrad? NJIT. <clears throat> what is it? NJIT. No, I mean, like, what was your uh, major? Oh, okay. I was bio, and technically, I have a chem minor legally i don't i did all the classes for them and then there was like one stipulation um i did research that was supposed to cover one of the classes and then my advisor was like yeah actually it didn't cover it and it was like the last tr semester i wasn't trying to pay like a grand to take a random class oh. over the summer when i graduated so i didn't and so i didn't get the minor but like what is a piece of paper if i have the knowledge that's so messed up i mean the piece of paper is actually everything right it's the piece of paper is what gets you through the door. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think yeah. I'm on to get my piece of paper. You never. You don't got have it? your piece of paper. I don't think so. <laughs> I didn't have mine for the longest time. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, I'm looking for mine now. The last. Okay. <laughs> the last time we talked about it, Pat, you haven't you haven't gotten yours yet. No, I I did. Is um, what happened is you know my job has a location in Newark, and I had to go there, and so on my way there, I kind of just like snuck over to the bursar's <laughs> office and picked it up. <laughs> But, uh, Did that take you know, a while? You uh, no, I walked up and they're like, "Do you have a driver's license or something?" I was like, "Yep, here you go." And they're like, "What's your student ID number?" I was like, "I don't remember." And they're like, "I don't care." And they gave it to me. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> Good like, old MJT. Yeah. And is it moment like this? Some random binder. <laughs> is it bad that I don't know where it is? Oh, Again, man. Mike, this is <laughs> that's enough, right? right? Yeah, geez. Mine's on the wall right behind me. I mean, I have proof to say that I graduated, so. Yeah. You have the, the, the sweater. Yeah. <laughs> that proof? I, can always, I can always go access degree works whenever I want. That's true. I think according to degree works, I'm still attending NJIT. Yeah, <laughs> let's go. Oh, for our, for our listeners, uh, I forgot to mention, we have Saloni as our guest, but we also have a sub today for uh, Sarav. We have Alvin. He was a uh, guest on our, was it, on our second or third episode? No, I'm, I'm just Sarav. I'm Sarav. Yeah, he, he's uh, Sarav 2.0. He's faux Sarav today. Oh, 2.0, damn. This is oh, what Sarav looks like with the mustache. <laughs> he's Sarav with facial hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all right. So, uh, Saloni is actually on the road to starting her own podcast. She's trying to create content. Um, Saloni, can you uh, talk a little bit more about that? Yeah. So, I mean, I met up with some of our friends, including Mike, at a like a social about a month and a half ago, where I kind of or party, whatever you want to call it. But um, social. I, I social. Yeah, it was a, it was a networking event. <laughs> networking event. It was literally just a friend's holiday party. I'm making it way more extra. But anyways, so we met then and I kind of asked them about like their um, inspiration or what kind of got them started. And I think you guys had mentioned it once on on the podcast, but I, I talked to them about it. 
And it kind of got me thinking. So I had a blog for, I want to say like two years now. I went to like a dental conference back in 2018 in Chicago. And it <clears throat> kind of sparked like a lot of inspiration, I guess, for lack of better words. And everyone there was so passionate. The energy, you could like feel it in the room. But it was really dental oriented. So I made a blog called Smiles by Saloni. I think back then I called it something totally different, like Tooth Be Told or something like that. Uh, I was trying to be corny. I guess it worked. But <laughs> it... um it had its time. So I think about two years into dental school, I started realizing that there's a lot more of like, there's more facets to me. And I think I've always known that. But um, having that blog just have like tooth in it kind of narrowed my niche to dentistry. And so I expanded it to Smiles by Saloni. And then from there, I started posting random content, whatever like inspired me about books from books that I read or other podcasts I'd listened to. And it was more of like a lifestyle kind of page. And then in the past year, I've done a lot of like mental clarity and personal development, self-help, psychology and behavior studies. And that's incredibly intrigues me. I always like to ask people, like, why do they do what they do? Who are they as a person when they're alone with their thoughts? What do they think about? And it doesn't have to be super like Freudian about like, do you have daddy issues? <laughs> it's not like that kind of psychology. It's more of like, like, who are you like deeply and and fundamentally, like as a person, like what makes you tick and have you worked on it? Do you, are you aware of, you know, the thoughts that run through your head? And I think for the longest time, even me, like someone who's super introspective, kind of has gone through life a little bit blindly. You know, you don't really recognize what you do and why you do it, who you are and what's formed you to be that way. And if you're okay with it for the matter. So essentially I've read a lot on it and I have a lot to share or ask questions even more so than to share. And that's kind of the direction I've led my platform to be on. And hopefully, as you can tell, I like to talk. So put two and two together, you got a podcast. No, so. I'm very excited. Um, I mean, I've, I've followed your account. I, uh, I see the content that you post and I was confused. I'm glad you, uh, you, you clarified that because I was thinking, you know, is the Smiles by Saloni more geared towards like, you know, trying to make people feel better about themselves, you know, to make them smile? Or is it like a play on words because you are a dental student? But a little I, bit of both. It yeah, started so off I love that. Student. That's awesome. I love that. Um, yeah. So I guess like now that I'm on here and like my kind of Mike and like a couple of my friends who listen or watch um, the content that I post, I, I should probably ask more of like, what is what do they get out of it like when they watch things or they follow friends is it some of it could purely be like oh i'm your friend so i'm going to follow you but when you see things like this i know like mike for you you you've started like more self-help self-love type of postings on tiktok personally yep. i don't have a tiktok because i i would literally get lost in it <laughs> for hours on end it's so, a rabbit hole. Uh, it really is much like any other social media but like especially something so quick to to scroll through but yeah so like my impression of like me sharing these things is more so been like starting conversation and I feel like I'm not just in my head but I'm always like observing and trying to understand like human behavior a lot and that's kind of geared into like a platform but I've been like this for as long as anyone's known me like at the age of 16 I'd always be like what is life no but actually though like fundamentally what is life and even younger maybe so now I'm getting to an age where I'm comfortable like articulating what it is that I'm trying to express. And I kid you not, like I could be with patients and within like a three minute conversation, some of them would be like, yeah, I went to war. It changed me this way. And they'll like have really good conversations with me. And I'm like, dang, these are the things we miss because we're in just like a, hey, how are you? Good, good. All right. You know, off to the weekend. You know how it is. And conversations like that, which 
have a time and a place, but I'm like, when do we really get to sit down and like pause, I guess? And we don't have that a lot in our, our society. And it's not to pick and pick apart and be like, we're in a hustle culture, we're, we're this and that. But it's like, I don't know. I don't know. I like to I like to stop. I like to meditate on the moment and ask questions when they're desired. But when when you guys are together, I, I maybe from a guy perspective, do you think you ever really talk about these things? I think it depends. Um, I mean, when we go out, you know, when we're going out grabbing drinks, I think it's more so like to relax, kind of get away from reality and try to get away from all the serious stuff that's going on in our lives. We kind of just want to escape from that. So, you know, we go out, we we dick around. We don't really talk about anything too serious. But, uh, you know, um, recently uh, these guys can tell you I've been going through something that's uh, pretty, you know, personal and uh, which kind of led me to start that TikTok page. But my friends have been there for me every step of the way, you know. If I'm in a really dark place, I'd literally call them up and be like, hey, you know, what are you guys doing this weekend? Can we go out? And like last weekend, we literally went to Morristown and we we rented a hotel. We went out Aww. and we just we hung out, you know, like, you know, get my mind off of it. And so like nights like that, you know, we we talk about the serious things, what's what's bothering us, what what they can do to help help, you know. And that scenario helped me out, right? Um, so there, I do believe that there's a time and place for it. Um, but most of the time, if we're going out to have fun, we try to stay away from serious conversations. Yeah. Um, not to be avoidant or anything. It's just, I you agree. know, you, you, you don't want to ruin the, the vibe, right? Right, right. Yeah, I think there, as you said, a time and a place and a balance. I, generally speaking, don't just run up to people and I'm like, so childhood trauma you got some oh and, my god <laughs> no that, i'm being i'm being humorous and trust me i don't do that but like um my my point is sometimes even when you meet new people we're kind of hesitant because it's more of surface level for example one thing i learned which is odd when someone asks you like today you're like so introduce yourself right you go to your name and you go to your profession why do you think that is the case why is your profession your identifying feature you know because people like, why, value you based people off of value what your you profession. Do. That's true. And and I think that also is an underlying feature of like the maybe the country we live in, maybe like the society that we're in, because it is a little bit of like my value comes from what I can produce. But then we talk about work. We're like, yeah, it's a nine to five, you know, day in, day out. So like there's there's that dichotomy. I, I bring this up only because I think in day to day conversations, we don't understand the psychology behind what it is that we're speaking about. So you don't go up to people and say, hey. My job is my biggest asset to me, you know, but but you, you being like or me being like, hi, I'm Sloan, I'm a dental student. Right. That's not demeaning that den dentistry isn't important to me, but that that at the core of it is not who I am. Like, hi, I'm exactly. Sloan. I'm I don't know. I'm a sister. I'm a daughter. I am a friend. And those things I hope I bring more value to than just being a dentist, you know, and I will be those things, <clears throat> excuse me, longer than I will ever be a dentist. So I hope that I I add to them, I nourish them, and those parts of me come out more than me being a dental student, you know? Um, I but, love that. Yeah. I like that a lot. I feel like we, like, put so much pressure behind, like, I guess defining who you are by, like, what you do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's, like, that's horrible. It's not, I mean, it's so, like, ingrained into us. Like like you were saying, when you introduce yourself, occupation is one of the first things you say after your name. And it's, like, yeah. you don't need to do that. Like Exactly. Ever since I was told that tidbit, like, I mean, I still introduce myself that way, but, like, I can't get that narrative out of my head. Um, 
it's not a bad one. It's just like subconsciously you think about it a little. And I think a lot of like the stuff that I, I read now. So like one of the main principles that I'm reading about is stoicism, which I don't know if any of you have been introduced to it. Have you like anyone? No, no I don't. I'm not no. familiar. Um, so it's like a, it's a philosophy basically that kind of or, um, originated in like the Greek and Roman empires and all different types of like leaders from, I think like Theodore Roosevelt to some famous poets to Marcus Aurelius, who was like the emperor and they they span between so many different professions, like people that ran Rome to like slaves. And stoicism essentially is like the, it's a principle that I don't have a good definition to, but its founding pillar is this idea that there are things in the world that you can control and there are things in the world that you can't. And it's about putting power into the things that you control. This is like, you know, an oversimplified definition, but there's a lot of really good books that I started reading by an author called Ryan Holiday, which... I highly recommend if there's only one book that I could recommend and I'm not that much of a reader. Like I've only really started this year, like reading for fun, but of all the books that I've read so far, the obstacle is the way by Ryan holiday. I just think anyone should read it. I don't care what, how old you are, what what career you're in, what exactly it is that you're grappling with life. You could be insanely happy in all avenues of life. And I still think it's a pertinent book. But point is ever since I started reading this philosophy, I start looking at the world differently and it's, it's not just like this toxic positivity of like things go wrong, but you're like, everything is still good. I believe in, in hope and goodness. And it's not as, I guess, toxic positivity. I'm sure you guys have probably heard that term thrown around on social media where like people are overtly positive when things are going wrong. But this philosophy is a lot more strategic. It's like, how do you manage the little and big things in life? Um, you're stuck in traffic. Are you going to yell at the person behind you? Like as if that's going to do anything, you know? Or I don't know, there's a there's a lot of different like little decisions you make throughout your day and they compound. I forget who said this, but there's a saying that like um, your life is made up of, of days or something, something like that. Like your life is made up of days. So the way you lived today, right now, repeat it a million times over and that's your life, you know, and every little decision you made from getting out of bed to picking up a pair of clothes to deciding if you wanted coffee or tea. To being on this podcast and listening to some 23-year-old girl ramble about philosophy. Like the decisions you made today, are you happy about them? Did you ever get triggered by something and act out of character? Did you, I don't know, live life all out th- throughout the day? Were you very aware of what you did and why you did it? Maybe not. <laughs> so um, I think books that I'm reading and the psychology that I'm studying is more so been about like awareness. Like I'm opening my mind, my consciousness to everything I'm doing. And it's shocking. I'm like, I didn't even know they these things triggered me. And it's not until I'm like, oh, because it triggered me, I acted rudely. But I didn't even realize this thing triggered me. So I'm being a little vague, but it's because I don't have an example to play off of right now. Long story so, short. <laughs> yeah, long story short, like, I'm trying to be aware. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. All right, yeah, yeah exactly. So this sense of uh, self-awareness, it, do you find it helpful? Do you find it like, do you find that it's, it's made a positive impact on you or do you feel like too much self-awareness is more can do can cause more harm right because mm-hmm. now you're aware of all right well i didn't do that what that thing quite right i probably should have done this and you know you know now you're now you're dealing with regret you're dealing with i mean obviously that's a little dramatic but like you know some things you could deal with regret like oh you know i probably really hurt that person so i probably you know, I'm I'm gonna feel really bad about it now. Do you think that's that's healthier, or do you think ignorance is bliss? Right? You know, just go through life and just cruise through it, float, 
that I guess whatever you want to call it. I think I have been living the ignorance is bliss for two decades. And I think the reason why I awareness is important is because it's compassionate. Awareness isn't, like I said, this toxic positivity of everything must go right. But it's what am I going to do because things didn't go right? The So long as you, like, they say that you judge other people on their actions and you judge yourself on your intentions, right? Like you always think that you wanted to do better. But that's, I'm trying to treat people the way I, I wish I was treated, I guess, like the golden rule or whatever. And I'm also cultivating inside myself this idea that like I'm my own best friend, right? Like if something goes wrong or I didn't act the way I was supposed to, I'm like, okay, Sloane, sit down and be like, why didn't you act the way that you did? And show myself some compassion because I'm a human, my intentions are good. But I flip it the other way around. Like if someone is late to something or they're, they don't treat me the way I want to be treated, maybe there's something going on in their life, you know? And this is a little bit more surface level because I'm sure you guys have heard all of this through like elementary school and middle school, like treat other people well, right? But how often do you really put yourself in other people's shoes? You don't until you understand every person here is just a representation of humanity, you know? And so my awareness isn't more so of like, oh my gosh, there's all these things wrong. Everyone here is just being a bad person. Like it's not pointing fingers. It's more so like just understanding. And the more you're aware of it, the more compassionate you become. Because you're aware of your own mistakes and you're aware that other people can make them too. I, I feel like you also have to be like, you like you have to be self-aware in like a healthy way where you can't like I guess beat yourself up for being a certain way or if like you realize you did something like that's a mm -hmm. part of self-awareness but then like right after being like oh like shouldn't have done like really like hating on yourself I guess for that like mm -hmm. that's not I guess a healthy way it's more so like understanding why you did that and like like you were saying like why did I do that how can I yeah. fix that and go forward you gotta, right. gotta gotta move forward you know you can't like dwell yeah. on the past gotta learn from it you know like exactly yeah there's um what is it there's a saying that like for every one like if you're pointing a finger at somebody for every one finger you point there's like three pointed back at you like quite literally um so like there's for every one thing you see wrong in other people like maybe that is an asset like it's projection in a way you know like something yeah. you might not like in somebody else it could be that it's a position you envy it is like for example so something that i was grappling with a lot this last six months i've been like I, I think I'm because I'm in school, like I've realized a lot of my friends are out working, moving, you know, starting careers a lot. Dare I say getting married, like, you know, crazy things like that. Um, okay. And <laughs> it makes me feel like, OK, am I on the right timeline? So one thing I was doing was like I would look at like something, for example, my friend Athena, she lives with um, her boyfriend and every day she drives back home and she like cooks dinner for the both of them. Right. And I'm like, oh, wow. Like. I wish I could do that, you know, and I would, I would almost envy her and, and it would make me have like negative feelings towards the people I care for. And I didn't realize it in the time. Uh, like I had a, a good friend of mine who he works like 12 hour days and then comes back home, like cleans up after the kitchen for his parents and then goes back and makes time for his girlfriend, you know? And like in the moment I would, wouldn't realize why these things would irk me. Like I would almost be like, why do you like do that for your family? Like, don't you want me time? You know? And I realized like, little things like that triggered me because parts of them is what I wanted to be and I'm not. You know, I come home and I'm privileged. My parents make me dinner and I get to sleep in a warm, comfortable bed and I get to spend all their money. Not that I ever have time to spend the money, but you get my point, right? I the things that triggered me were because I wasn't doing those things and it was things I wanted to prioritize. So I started shifting the perspective and like, okay, if I, if I idolize that, I'm going to start actively doing that in my life. And I've noticed that like I don't get angry anymore at those kind of things, you know?
So it's funny you like mentioned that because I guess like I kind of went through like a similar thing like since I guess post undergrad, especially through grad school, it was like I guess you see everyone else on like the different tracks, like, oh, this person's working here, or, like this person's like like living with someone or like whatever, right? But it's like you like I guess put it against yourself and where you're at and it's like you get I guess you kinda get annoyed on like a subconscious level or even depressed. Mm-hmm. Um but it was like for me at least, I like since undergrad like i i guess i've become a little bit more self-aware now not as much as i want to be right like obviously i still have my moments and stuff but like i've realized like why i think the way i do or like why i'm like annoyed by certain things and it's because like you know like everyone's on their own path and like it took me some time to realize that and yeah i don't know i don't want to go too much into it go ahead (laughs) no no i like that and you were saying like it, it didn't dawn on you until I don't know, like, was there, like, a certain moment when you're, like, oh, maybe I just want to figure where I want to be, you know, and not just whatever direction other people are in? Yeah, I think, I think, like, at some point last year, I was, like, pretty low. It's, like, probably one of the lower parts and, like, mental health-wise, and then it was there where I was, like, okay, like, what's, what's going on here? Like, what's, what's actually, like, I've never been like this. Like, what's going on? And so then Mm -hmm. that's when I started, like, questioning it, and then, like, obviously you have, like, your friends and stuff to help you get through it, right? But then, I guess it was at that point where you're like a little more self-aware. It's like, why am I feeling like this? Like what yeah. exactly is causing this? And like, how can I fix that? Yeah. Like the chain of why is like, but why, but why? Yeah. And like you, yeah. you kind of trail it back. I get that. Um, I think for me, like one, one way that, not that I've gotten out of that, like that idea of like, oh, like there's so many other paths that people are taking, but it's because I think, well, up until midway of last year, there was stuff happening in my life that kind of geared it in a tr- certain trajectory for you know, I had plans for like two, three, four years down the line and things needless to say, didn't go as planned. So I spent like six months picking and choosing what other people are doing in life. Like if they're moving for a career, for a partner, for, you know, a you know change in environment, like we have a couple of our friends who have finally moved into their first apartments and stuff. Right. And I would look mm-hmm. at all these things and be like, I want it. And now I can't have it. Cause I, I started getting to this mindset of like, I had all these things planned. They didn't go in the direction I wanted them to. and so. I don't know. I felt a little like things weren't in my control, kind of going back to that original philosophy of like what is in your control and what isn't. And I started realizing, sure, those plans that I had last year weren't in my control. But right now I can start framing for myself what it is that I want, you know. So you were mentioning like your friends going down certain tracks of moving or career or marriage, whatever that may be. And I realized if you don't have a what is it that I want, you will never be satisfied. Right. If you never yeah. have that benchmark for yourself, you'll never reach it if there's no benchmark to reach. Um, and that's where I was at. I just started, you would see something and that's that became your new want, you know, like, oh, someone mm-hmm. moves to California. Oh, yeah, the weather is great there. I mean, the state tax is kind of bad, but like so many famous people live there and palm trees. And you start justifying this idealism of a goal, a goal that you didn't even create. But now you want it because other people do. And yeah. then I started realizing that I got to fabricate that goal. So I made like, lists of like what is a dream city for me and why is it that way and it's not just some like random made-up city but I started looking at places you know so then I start crafting my own goal and it's something worth reaching it's not something I see and then I'm like oh that looks shiny let me grab it and then I'll idolize it so you're like work all this way to get something you never even wanted you know and of course you'll be unfulfilled so that's kind of that's hard figuring out like exactly what you want without like the influence of like what other people are doing like yeah. that's especially with social media that's so hard <laughs> yeah i know i know 
But um, I guess like the what point are you guys at like in your career is that now that you've like I, I think assuming have been working for a year or a little over a year now after gra um, graduation. Um, like where are you at? Like what are you exploring in life? Is it new hobbies? Is it cult like maintaining the friendships that you have? I think this podcast is like a really big way to like have something regularly that you're working towards, whether that is like maintaining a friendship or not. But yeah, like what are some goals or aspirations of yours in the coming months, the coming year? Do you guys want to go first? Aunt Pat? Finish school in four months. Oh, wow. That's, it. That's soon. Yeah. It's, it's just two more classes. This last it's, semester, it's, right? It's BME for grad school. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So last semester, mm. I just want to get it out of the way. <laughs> the, the one woo. <laughs> yeah, Love so uh, I was going to say, I guess for me, um, after graduation, so uh, I ended up getting away from the BME field and uh, getting more into, um, I guess, more of a, like a financial and um, operations role uh, at a medical center. So what I'm doing now is I'm returning to school, I'm going back to NJT, but I'm going for uh, healthcare systems management, which is uh, industrial engineering. And uh, so I guess that's kind of like one of my goals right now. But at the same time, working towards with this podcast, um, you know, I do, um, you know, I train powerlifting on the side, which, you know, I do like every morning at 6 a.m. And then I'm actually coaching a basketball team. So I've been trying to get, Wait, that's you know, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wait, sorry, which thing, which one? The, uh, well, both, everything. the coaching, the basketball uh, team, and the powerlifting. Uh, yeah. I've been how, trying to. How is to... your basketball team? Yeah. <laughs> well, this is about like working towards goals and like not get yourself down. Right now, we are. Oh, and five. <laughs> uh, right. Working on getting better. Right. Um, What's the demographic of the team? Like, are they like kids or are they kid people our age? Uh, they are in, well, it's a seventh and eighth grade league, but we have uh, six and seventh graders on our team. So they're a little Dang, bit younger. I was ready to join. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you know, maybe we could sne uh, sneak you in there, you know? <laughs> I'll shave um, this off. <laughs> Just yeah, yeah, the mustache is not a good. Uh, that, that'll you know? do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I guess those are the things I've been like working on right now or working towards. That's awesome. I'm glad. I, I'm intrigued by the powerlifting. I might ask you for tips. I mean, clearly you could tell I lift, obviously. <laughs> yeah, obviously. I see it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I've been like trying to diversify the way I, I, I approach fitness from mm -hmm. like things like yoga to, to lifting. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so what got, in, got you into powerlifting? Have you always um, done it since like uh, undergrad and stuff? Um, yeah, I'm trying to think, you know, I've always just been into like personal fitness and working out and stuff. And then I started going to the gym like two, maybe two and a half years ago with uh, some friends and, you know, he was showing me some like power lifting stuff and, you know, some exercises. And then I got intrigued with the idea of like, you know, you, I guess a person's, um, you know, uh, what's it called? Like biological max. Like what's like, what is like my potential? Like that I can do is it's all about you know the most you can do for one rep and it's always so he's just intrigued because it's like uh you know it's a slow incline like getting a little bit better each week and it's like you know if I can make myself you know one percent stronger like a day then you know I'll be whatever it is like 36 times stronger in a year you know mm -hmm. so it's like that gradual incline and just getting a little bit better each and every day um so did you get that from uh what's his name the guy who wrote Atomic Habits. Um, 
possibly with, with the one percent better thing. The one percent better, yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I definitely uh watch a lot of that stuff. I guess the like the uh like I, I try to think who said that. I'm trying to think where I heard that. <laughs> but, I know, uh, I know he definitely references it, but I don't know if it's like an original like statement by him or not. But I, um. I, I had to look into who said because I think I, I can think of like two or three people who have said that, so I I don't want to misquote who's uh you know information that is. Or, Fair enough. You know. <laughs> what about you, Alvin? But ooh, all right. So I don't know for so I've been working for a little under a year now. Um, is that why you giggled when I said that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you like that? Yeah, so, like, I guess I'm still on, like, a very, like, work-focused mode, I guess. Although, like, I guess my goals have really turned, like, internal. Like, just trying to fix my habits, I guess. And, like, so I've been trying to, like, work out more, too. And then, like, just overall, like, as a person, like, seeing, like, where I'm... So I guess being a little bit more introspective has mm-hmm. been one of my goals. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to build off that. But if you have any questions. <laughs> yeah, actually, I was gonna ask. So you said sometime last year you were um, aware that, like, okay, I don't feel the best, and it's gone on for long enough that, like, even I can notice it. Um, mm-hmm. Was there like a trigger point, or was there like a moment where like someone else brought it up to you, and like what intentional steps did you take to understand yourself better? Like, did you journal? Did you meditate? Did you ask for help from friends? Like, what is it that kind of geared you towards a different direction than the one you were in? So. I think for me, it was like I had maybe a few weeks where I was just like really depressed, I guess. Mm-hmm. And like I, I didn't really know why. And like I'm a little bit more extroverted. So then like when I was, I was like, OK, like what's going on here? And I don't know. I I ranted to friends like that was my main way. I have like a few friends that I like really ranted to. And then like just like talking to them, I, I like I guess I understood that, like, you know, like maybe I'm like. I need to like work on myself a little bit and like try to like drag myself out of it kind of. And I know it's probably not like, I didn't, I don't know if I had like a genuine trigger per se, other than like after talking to friends, I was like, okay, like I genuinely want to like do better for myself. And then like, I think I started working on it and it was going well. And then I, I like got a job and then I just pushed it to the back of my head, I think. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, yeah. I, I don't, I don't know if I'm like fully out of it or if I'm just, not thinking about it anymore or continuing it now but uh, i'm just gonna go with it (laughs) we'll see hopefully it doesn't feel different yeah i hope so too yeah i mean i I feel better now like i feel i yeah i feel much better (laughs) i think it's the mustache it's the mustache it really turned the tide the mustache happened a few days ago um (laughs) just just for clarification i i wasn't expecting to show face, right? If I have a mask on, it's all covered. And so I was feeling chaotic just for fun, like uh, a week ago, and I shaved off my beard, and I've been trying different looks. And suddenly I have a mustache, and I've been asked to be in the podcast, and here we are. Because <laughs> That's life, right? That's how it goes. <laughs> yeah, we're just, gonna, we're just gonna roll with it. <laughs> roll with the punches, I hear you. I love it. What about you, Mike? Um, I mean, personally, I love my job. Um, I got, I, I ventured into a, uh, I switched careers. Um, I want to say during COVID, I got laid off from the uh, first job opportunity that I had, uh, 
you know, they just weren't looking for any junior engineers at the time. It was really big plans too, but uh, it, it things didn't work out the way it was supposed to. Um, thing it worked out for the better. Um, I was able to stay in New Jersey. I was I started uh, looking for a new job, and that's when I switched careers. Knew nothing about the job that I'm in right now. Got the training, kind of got thrown into the deep end, and it was a kind of a, a sink or swim moment. And I swam, and you know, I started out as a uh, contractor, or I was full time at a company that contracted out their services. So I was working at a, another company to you know lend our services to, and that company ended up uh, hiring me full time, and that's where I'm at right now. And I love it. I love what I do. So. Um, in terms of career-wise, I feel very fulfilled. I feel like this is something that I can see myself doing long-term. Uh, so much so that I'm actually going back to school to try to uh, work on it so that I can per uh, progress further in the future. Um, so, I mean, career-wise, I, I feel very fulfilled. Uh, but, I mean, personal personally um i think i'm kind of in alvin's shoes where you know you're you're kind of just in a funk and you're trying to get out of it you're doing whatever you can like i said you know the past month has been you know in a pretty dark place so i've been trying to do all sorts of things to distract myself i'm going out with friends a lot like i don't think i've hung out with my family in like two or three weeks because i've been so busy trying to distract myself you know stay out of the house and stuff um I've been oh I tried rock climbing so uh instead of instead of going to the gym I think I'm going to start rock climbing I really like that you know Yeah I um, think like skills where you can build a milestone like build a milestone I think absolutely. in the gym like you have weights but like there's other things that I was I was looking into like ways of fitness that I cuz I you get the dopamine rush when you reach a certain mm -hmm. thing you know so I was thinking of like I did MMA for a bit I I was going to try rock climbing Ooh. Yeah, um, I was like venturing into that too because I, I think that the psychology behind like a, a really good a habit is like one that you could get the dopamine rush by leveling up, you know, and I think rock climbing definitely has that. What I love about rock climbing that's different from lifting. So I've, I've been going to the gym for a really long time. It's just, you know, it's been on and off, but whatever. Um, I'm not too serious about it, but I, I love going to the gym since I was like 16. So anyway, um, the thing about rock climbing is you have to think about it. Right. So when mm -hmm. I'm at the gym, I'm not really thinking about it because you're what are you doing? You know, push, pull, whatever, um, <laughs> you know, not to knock on, you know, lifters, Pat, you know, I, I love lifting, man. You know, I'll I'll lift with you if you if you ever ask me to. But it's just you won't ask you anymore. Yeah. Right. It's not enough to distract me. You know, when I'm lifting, mm -hmm. I'm still thinking. Right. Because, again, all I'm doing is counting and, you know, push, pull, whatever. But rock climbing, I felt like it was an actual distraction. I'm able to, I have to think about where I'm going to put my hands, my feet, you know, how I'm going to lift myself up to that next peg, that kind of thing. So I thought that was really good for, um, to, that, to get into. So my, uh, my buddy and I are going to start uh, trying to do that more regularly. And I'm actually going to start, you know, this is the first time I'm going to talk about it in public, but I think I'm going to start uh, doing dancing yes nice. yeah. yes do it yeah so that is um, also a very good workout <laughs> i am I know, actually I very excited i've uh I've, i'm actually talking to sahidi about it uh because oh, yeah. she does uh she's doing ballet she's, yeah she, uh, does she do ballet <laughs> i thought it was ballet i think that's what she's she did 
but I we're okay, trying to more? do um what's it called uh what is it? Awesome? Oh god, uh, she's gonna kill me if I get this wrong. Is it is I it Indian? Remember. No, it's uh, Spanish <laughs> oh, yeah. actually. Bachata? It's a Spanish dance. Chata, yeah. No, no. Bingo, salsa, salsa, salsa. I okay. said salsa. Did yeah, I not? You said salsa. I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. <laughs> So I think we're looking to get uh we're looking to do like salsa dancing classes. You know, I'm just trying to keep myself busy. You know, like I think I think that would be pretty rewarding. Something that not a lot of people can say that they do. (laughs) If you need more people for salsa, let me know. So I've been I've been doing workouts. Yeah, Yeah? I've been doing bongro workouts. Oh, those are killer! Like, oh my gosh! And you were talking about how like you can't think. You have to think about every movement. So you're completely distracted. Wow. Let's do it. Let's all drive up well, to Hoboken. Let's make like yeah. a dance team, guys. Let's no, do I'll it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I didn't get a chance to do it at NJIT. Yumi's too busy. <laughs> That's fair. Do we have a dance team? <laughs> we have an Indian dance team. <laughs> I didn't really, yeah, really like did um, something for like, she started it, but then COVID happened. Like when she finally got a break from like heavy BME classes, she joined like a Bungra team for a little bit. Oh yeah. Unless I'm forgetting. I wanted yeah. to do it like in the beginning, but then I just I never got around to it. My brother did it. No, oh, I remember going like, to one of the events. Like they were they danced like in front of like a big crowd and everything. Like they invited that me was, to it. I think that was one of the frat events, right? I don't in know. in Atrium or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mike, oh, do you remember there was a there was a party we were like teaching you how to do uh, some Bungra dance moves? At a frat party? No, no, no. This is in like party. a room party at UC. <laughs> I think Mike, Josh was there, and like there are definitely recordings of this too, of like <laughs> well, us straight up, up doing like bungro dance moves in like a tiny corner of an apartment in college. No. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Point is, you already have the dancing jeans. There exactly. you go. <laughs> Yeah, if, if we're trying to do dancing, I'm here. I'll I'll, I'll join. So he, I, I realize that like with coordinated dance, I'm like level zero, maybe worse, because yeah. I, I think too. way too much. I'm like my finger moved this way. I'm not 45 degrees parallel to the ground, or like it. It's always a thought, but like when I'm freestyling and I'm just going with the music, it's like you know, Jersey. Yeah, no, that's what that's what I'm saying. Like, I think it would really help with like self confidence too. Like when I go out to like the club or something, I feel so awkward just like moving and like, like what do I do? So I do that thing where <laughs> what I, do I do with my hands, just like, like. <laughs> 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 well, I, I think you I break out into salsa now, okay? Like <laughs> now I'm gonna do the salsa, like <laughs> with a drink, yeah, you know? with a drink. <laughs> there, there was like a one frat party in in college, which. I ca- you like brought up the fist bumping, but I I don't know what it was that day, but I was just really into the fist bump, and I would knock people's drinks out of their hands, not intentionally. But I'd be like, fist bumping or punching? I, yeah, like, like no. <laughs> you don't get to all, drink. All directions, <laughs> and like for as those of you who know me, like I don't drink, so like I was sober as they come, and I was just like pow pow pow, like knocking drinks. They would come back with new drinks, and then I'd be like pow, you no. know. And- <laughs> I have plenty of sober fun. I'm just gonna put that out there. I, no, no, I commuted I'm just saying, for two years. I should years. have been. I should have been a little bit more in the right mind of not doing that. Is my point. No. <laughs> it's all right. But yeah. Anyway, so I'm glad, Mike, that you're like venturing out into things that excite you, fulfill you, and I don't necessarily think they have to be distractions. They're just 
expanding what it is of like who you are you know and like the identity you hold your, for yourself i think that's what it is you know finding myself or yeah that. existential actually you know what Let, let's talk about that what is your definition of finding yourself what does that mean um i don't think there is anything to be found more or less it's creating yourself like creating yourself yeah. okay because, I mean, you're kind of starting with a blank canvas. And to a certain extent, you have your tendencies of what you like and what you don't. This is actually a big thing. I think for the longest time, I can't speak from everyone, but I know for myself, I've always put myself into a box of what it is that I can and can't do. I'm a girl, so I can't, like, lift heavy weights. Or my, my no one in my family has structured me like that. Like, we have two girls in the house. And, like, my parents are like, do what you want. Like, you don't have to follow any sort of, like, girl stereotype. But, That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, really appreciative for that. So, like, that's why my sister and I kind of venture into whatever we do. But in a lot of aspects of life, like, oh, I always joke. They say that, like, a lot of truth lies in the jokes that you tell. So I always would joke, like, I'm very directionally challenged. I don't know my way around a city. Bro, I am very directionally challenged, but I would use that as, like, a crutch. And then I would not learn my way to navigate. Or I would be opposed to driving on my own. I'd be like, oh, I'm going to sit in the passenger seat, you know? And it's things that you keep telling yourself that create who it is you are. It's not that I am direction challenged. I choose to be that way, you know? I choose not to take the initiative and fix it, you know? And long story short, there's a lot of definitions of little things that I would keep telling myself, and it's no one else imposing those things on me, whether it is the navigation thing or it's that, oh, it's been a while since I've touched math, so therefore I can't do it because I haven't touched it since high school, you know? Like, I, I started realizing this past, like, six months that the second I just did it, the fear went away because the only thing holding me back was like that self-created barrier of like who I thought I was you know I didn't think I was someone who went to the gym I didn't think because I'm like very small so I'm like oh I don't go to the gym I'll look silly or you know saying it out loud when you say it out loud it literally sounds ridiculous you know but in your head it's so rational um but yeah, yeah. and I started commuting like to to school and I would now I drive so much more and I now 30 40 50 minutes I drove like four hours to like New York for this conference and I drove some of my friends I would have never in a million years thought I could do that you know so it's like the second you put action behind those words, you are that person. It's not like, I want to be good at writing. I am a writer. You know, it's shifting who it is you are psycho psychologically. I'm not someone who's good at math. I, I do math. I'm a mathematician. It's like identifying with that verbiage, you know? So you're not practicing dance. You're a dancer. I'm a dancer. You're a dancer. I'm you're a dancer. dancer. <laughs> but yeah, so it's I not finding it. yourself. It's creating it and like reaffirming it to yourself. I love it. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Damn. <laughs> Any more questions? <laughs> I, no, I want to add on to what you just said, though. I, th Please I think do. there's also an aspect of like adding layers to it, right? So it's like, like I don't think anyone's like genuinely happy. Like right now, where you're at, like obviously you want to do more. You want to get to like a better place, but it's like adding, I guess, layers to it. So like one of my like I would I would like to start reading more. So you mentioned like a book. I'll definitely check that out. Yeah. Right? And it's like different things like that, like like working out and stuff like that, like adding layers to what you're already doing and like getting comfortable to doing that. I feel like it's big to like, again, creating yourself, not finding mm -hmm. it. Right. I like that. Yeah, I was going to say like, you know, everyone in their head kind of has that ideal version of themselves that you're kind of like always striving to be. So it's like. You know, you can get in that habit of like beating yourself up for like, you know, not getting there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and that kind of ties full circle. I'm glad you mentioned that to what we were talking about earlier on. Like, whatever this ideal version you're mentioning in your head, I 
sometimes, not always, but sometimes that ideal version is completely colored by the people around you. So maybe your version of a great person is someone who wakes up at the crack of dawn, goes to the gym, is ripped as heck, like, I, I don't know, like has the degree that you want, already working the dream job, living in a big city, right? And in your head, it's very much who you want to be. But the reason why it, every day waking up doing those things hurts so much is because maybe ultimately that isn't who you want to be. You really don't value, like deeply fundamentally, you don't value being jacked. You might value fitness, you might value health, but you don't value being ripped. So every excruciating minute that you spend in the gym trying to get to that ideal body won't even be worth it. And they say that like you spend 100% of the time in the process and 0% of it the goal. You'll never, whenever you get to the goal, the, the goal moves farther from the post, right? So if you don't appreciate 100% of the process, if you, you don't have to love, you don't love being ripped. You love going to the gym and working out. That is what you're supposed to love, right? Like the process of it. So the second yeah. A, the goal isn't what you really want. And then the process to getting there isn't fulfilling because you don't identify with that character or that like identity then none of it will be worthwhile. Like you'll always be chasing something, you know, something outside of yourself. There will be no sense of peace. No, that's a great point. Like finding what you genuinely want. That's like, again, not influenced by anyone else. Like what mm -hmm. you should be or you want to do. Yeah. <laughs> I hope like in, I, I say this to a lot of like friends whenever I get to like the culmination of a good conversation. Like I hope I'm not preachy because half of this is like me talking to myself and not that, I mean, by all means, I don't have anything figured out, but it's, it's, curious it's curious to me or it makes me curious of like how much we really don't freaking know about ourselves and we just kind of like i don't know like there's a you kind of tell like i get really excited about these things there's like an, there's an energy within it there's a buzz because it shocks me how much like unaware i've been my whole life and the way like i've played tricks on my mind for so long because you think there's something outside of us that's gonna give us answers give us an experience give us something of energy of life of a fulfillment and I'm telling you, like, 100% of everything is within you. You, wh Whatever you experience is not because the experience itself was great. It was because the way you saw it through your eyes, through your mind, and the way you value it, you know? Yeah. So a relationship won't get you there. The dream job won't get you there. Even, like, a beautiful trip with your family won't be it. It's the way you view those things. Maybe to you, a beautiful day is waking up at a certain time, having breakfast. Just, you know, the simple things in life. It's about what you value and when you really see it. And... Yeah. So again, I don't hope I'm not preachy. It's more of like me being like, wow, life is really beautiful. And I hope that I can be aware while I'm alive to enjoy it. You know, I don't think you're preachy at all. I think if anything, you, you help to get that perspective, right? Like in everything we're doing, like we're all doing our own thing. Right. But now like thinking about it after like what you've said, it's like, you know, like, okay, like this is why I'm doing that. Or like, you know, like, it it adds a layer of perspective that I guess I, I didn't really think about before. And it's interesting to like realize that, I guess. Thank you. I, I think one thing I'm still figuring out is not being like, I have to prove something, you know, it's like, I'm, I'm just sharing, you know, but like, there's probably yeah. something subconscious about me. That's like, no, I have to show everyone that what I'm saying is important. You know, <laughs> but like, it doesn't have to be that way. It's just, cause I know that's not what my goal is. The second I like take, take a, pause i'm like oh my point isn't to prove anything to anyone or to explain anything by any means it's not a lecture it's a conversation and yeah more than anything i want to take away they say like if you're the smartest person in the room you're in the wrong room you know so yeah. like i, I always want to like learn from whoever it is that i'm with right speaking of which i gotta go guys <laughs> like, i'm the smartest <laughs> person in the room <laughs>
Well, I just want to add to that. I mean, I think, you know, when you say, like, you know, I probably sound preachy, it's probably depending on your audience, right? Like, we're all relatively around the same age. Actually, I think we're all around the same age, um, you know. So we're all in that same phase where we're just trying to figure it out. Right? Like, we don't know what we're doing. You know, I feel like what if you asked me at 16 years old if I knew what I would be doing by the time I'm 24, I'd be like, yeah, you know, he, you know, 24 year old me's got it figured out. He, he, he has to, he's 24, <laughs> so right? The like, case. Yeah. Right. But then now we're here and we're like, what do we do? What are we supposed to be doing? Where are we supposed to be in life? And yeah, you know, and 30 is the new 24. Trying, exactly. Like we're just trying <laughs> to figure it out. So I think these kinds of things, you know, that puts it into perspective, like you don't need to have it figured out. You know, you just live your life, you know, do take a day by day, those things are appreciated as a reminder, right? So I, I actually really appreciate, you know, this episode and, you know, everything that, you, that you've mentioned so far because it does get very, um, it gets very intimidating, right? Especially if you, if you don't talk to a lot of people, like if you're more introverted and you, you try to stick to yourself more often like you don't know because again uh like alvin said there's social media out there that that is really messing with people's minds you know they they're all these kids our age are posting like oh you know we we went on this trip or i'm getting engaged i have a house you know when everyone doesn't have to be in that same stage in their life right like everyone took a different path and that's fine so I think, you know, these reminders are really important for not just our mental health, but everyone else's as well. I agree. Yeah, talking it out sometimes, like, even hearing, like, you guys, and especially when I say it out loud, the things that you say are so, like, if a friend told you these things, you'd be like, oh, that's ridiculous, you know? But it's so crazy. You tell it to yourself every day, you know? Like, the excuses that you make or the rationalities or justifications of, like, how you act, the way you think, the way you treat yourself. Um, Say it to any friend and you'll lose that friend, you know? So, like, how are you going to make a friend out of yourself through the age of, at the age of 16, 18, 20, 30, 80? You know, like, if we don't treat ourselves with that awareness, that compassion, that, I, I think the word that has been resonating, if it hasn't been obvious at this point, we should have a ticker of how many times I said awareness. But, like, um, I think that's been my biggest thing because it's this conscious way of living life. It doesn't have to be that you're in a point of a high or a low or in between or if you're in a big change in your life, it really doesn't matter. But like, are you, are you here? Are you like present? And are you understanding like what it is that, that shapes this present moment? You know, like if you're happy, why are you happy? Is there a certain value to what you're adding in this moment? Or if you're, you know, confused or lost, is it because something got you there? You know, my point is like, I always ask myself, like, what is it? Why do I feel this way? Because feelings and emotions, if the emotions are like emotion, so energy and motion, it's just your the energy being expressed in one way or another. The fear, oh my gosh, there was this one post. Now I'm, I, this is a total tangent, has nothing to do with this. But I saw something that said, respect your rage, like respect your anger. And it intrigued me. Basically, the person on the post was saying, your anger is basically your self-respect, like a quote to your self-respect. So when you're angry about something, you you lash out, it's basically your your inner self telling you like you're being disrespected, right? And so the anger itself is useful. The second you start shaming yourself and being like, I shouldn't be angry, but I'll be angry anyways, and you yell and you feel bad about it, what did that do? Nothing. Because the inner emotion never got addressed. Why did you feel disrespected? You know? And 
it's it's little principles like tidbits of information like that that I'm learning and I'm implementing into my life and I'm realizing like there's so much we're doing unconsciously underneath the surface you know and we'll run in these repeat circles until we're freaking 85 and then be like oh I just really had an ego complex or oh I didn't know how to express myself you know but now you're 85 what are you gonna do so I'm trying to do it at 23 you know I hear no, that's, you, man. that's like awesome and like yeah. even even like not anger like like i guess for me like when i'm like down that's when i think about it right but like you you mentioned before it's like when you're happiest or like when you're angry like just being self-aware is like why you're there it's like i don't think it, it's not a common thing for people to do like i don't do it so i didn't but for i think a while. it would be awesome if you could you know yeah um i guess to to put a nice like um like bow on it or not to like wrap things up but i want to kind of like bring together all of your minds on this but like if you were to take one intentional step every day every month every week whatever it may be to cultivate a better version of yourself right it doesn't have to be like i drink a gallon of water or i work out i think those are more habits right but to cultivate yourself and make sure like you're checking in with yourself like how would you best approach that would it be like meditating would it be journaling out your thoughts would it be expressing it through a passion of yours, like writing or, I don't know, podcasting? <laughs> like, what is it that you do to check in with yourself, like really within yourself? And not because not hanging out with your friends that bounce ideas off of you, not with your parents, not with anyone except for the voice inside your head. What would I be try something? Not to talk to him. You try not to talk to him? He's not the no, best? Yeah, no, I, I uh, drown him out with, uh, with some alcohol and. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I talk to like my inner self through music, like, like based on how I'm feeling. I like play music, right? And like my music typically resonates how I'm feeling. Not all the mm -hmm. time, but like um, sometimes, like if I'm in a good mood or like a hype mood, like I'll play music like that. And I'm like, I think there was like some. I read it somewhere where it's like even if you're like sad, you like listen to sad music, it makes you less sad, right? Or like if you're hype and like you're listening to hype music, it like it instills in you like more hype i guess right and so it's mm -hmm. like i think music is how i kind of communicate with myself and like get into like okay this is how you're feeling and like let now, it happen yeah now thinking about it on a more like complex level of like why i don't think i i do too much of it's more so just feeling your feels mm -hmm. um i feel like when you like said it the first thing that came to mind was like journaling and meditation but like I don't know. I don't usually journal that much um, in terms of like, I don't meditate either, but like, I don't know. I feel like meditation would be a good way to like, just having a set time just to be like, okay, this is how I felt today. Like why? Or like, what made me feel this way? And like, I feel like that would be a cool. Like, like catching your patterns, you know? Like, yeah. yeah. Oh. Try that. <laughs> I just talk to myself. I'm weird. <laughs> like directly like hey bro in the mirror yeah basically why do you think it's weird though yeah because there's other people to talk to besides yourself i i understand where you're coming from but it's like if i'm going to talk to someone it's always good it's always good to get an outside opinion on things mm -hmm. but um in like talking to yourself I don't, it's not like i even talk to myself i just i just talk in my head and that's it yeah, I mean, like, I, you I just, have thoughts, right? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. But I, the whole talking to yourself, I don't know about that. I don't think I've I mean, ever it's when you start that. answering yourself yeah. is when you should be, you know, concerned. Yeah. 
What, what do you mean by answering yourself? Like, like you know, the dual personality kind of thing? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, if you yeah. say something and, like, another part of you disagrees, like, the jackal. Yeah. But, but I'd say that that's, you know, not the talking to yourself part, but, it, like, the, the rationale is kind of, like, the goal you want to get to, right? You mm-hmm. know? Um, like, I was going to say the, the thing I, do, you know, do is, you know, it's, like, you, know, you got to take, inter- uh, like, you know, small steps, you know? So it's, like, I like to write, like, the thoughts down. You know, people usually do them in their heads, but if you write them down, I think it's easier, the rationale. But, you know, kind of just say, like, I don't know, like, what's like one thing I could do to make myself better or like what is one thing that I'm doing that's making myself worse, you know, and just like take it one thing at a time, one issue at a time, you know, um, and that seems to work for me. I, I don't know. <laughs> I think that's phenomenal advice. Like, you know, stepping into it one, one, one thing at a time. Cause when you're like, there's like a whole web of things in your head, you don't know where to start pulling it to untangle it. Mm-hmm. But the second you just ask one question and you lead from there. And when you write it too, what I, I love, and I, I don't know if it's the same for you, is like you don't have to rationalize it. You know when you're like talking to a friend or like, for example, you're like, I'm going to go back to my ex. And they're like, that's a horrible idea. And then you start like rationalizing. No, but like he was like nice to me. Like remember that one time, you know, and you start rationalizing it. <laughs> but the second you like write it out, there's no other, like it's good to have that. Um, I, I know like um, Anthony was saying, like it's good to have that feedback. And I totally agree. Like at certain points you, you bring it out to the world and you get people you care and respect to, you know, echo it back to you if that's what they believe but um if there's a there's no safe space for you to even express what it is you feel who knows how you'll react with those like bottled up emotions you know mm-hmm. i mean i like that you say that because that's actually exactly what my therapist has uh has recommended to me and alvin um because you're you know you felt you feel a little uh what's it called um you have reservations on journaling i actually brought this out this is a my journal and as you can see like I write every day in it and you know um what I do is I get to work around 8 30 my first meeting is at 9 so from 8 30 to 9 I literally just you know write about my day before what I was thinking you know when I do have those dark thoughts I put it down in here and then later on in the day when I'm having a better day you know because I'm busy or I see my friends or whatever I look back at it and I'm just like oh you know maybe it wasn't as bad because you're alone you know it does skew your feelings and feelings do change throughout the day. You know what I mean? So it's, I I really do really advocate for journaling. Like I, I love, I love doing this. It's, it's it's actually become one of the most, I want to, I don't want to say productive, but it's, it's one of the most uh, reflective times of my day. No one else sees it. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. no one else sees it. No one else reads this. So like Saloni said, you don't have to justify it. Right. It's how you felt yeah. at that moment, how you interpreted that, you know, that moment. You just write it down, you know, and no one else sees it. No one else gets hurt by what you by what you say in it. It It, it is the free reign that makes that that kind of, I guess, sets you free. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Yeah. So, and I think all, really the, all the things that you guys mentioned, um, someone I, I think even maybe two years ago, I would always tell myself I'm too busy. That's like the number one reason, right? Like I'm too busy or it doesn't work, something like that. Um, But how sad is it if you don't have 15 minutes? Like what kind of life are you living? You know, I'm telling this to myself, I'm yelling at myself. Like what kind of life are you living if you don't have 15 minutes to help ease your mind, to bring you to a better point, you know? Like what, what is any of the money worth? What is any of the work, prestige, you know, social status? Nothing means anything if you are your own enemy inside your head. 
no 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 step that you take on onwards in life is going to be one with peace and clarity like you'll always be angry at yourself at the world at whatever it may be you know so yeah I've, i've made a conscious step of like reading journaling meditating whenever i feel some sort of uneasiness in my life good bad one way like sometimes i get really excited and i stop i'm like why am i so excited you know <laughs> like just to, like catch myself and regulate i guess because whatever happened with me in the past year showed me like things can go haywire you know and the only person that's with you when your head hits the pillow and when you get up the next morning is yourself and you got to find a way to come back to who it is that you are and cultivate that compassion and that that regulation of thought you know it's like that steadiness where you can be really happy please be but when you're sad to like have that point to come back to have that person that friend that's inside of you that you can come back to because you won't always have you know the friend the girlfriend the parent who knows what you'll be in life you know and you want to be able to have that within you yeah i love that man um you said that like one of your outlets is meditation so i've actually mm-hmm. tried that um but I don't know. I think I'm doing it wrong because like, you know, when I am in a dark moment and I decide to just sit there and like, you know, turn everything off, not do anything, close my eyes and just, I guess, think. I think mm-hmm. I don't think you're supposed to be thinking, but, you know, you're not doing anything. So what are you doing? You're, you're going to think and then you start to overthink and and then, Viral. yeah, one of my meditation sessions or the first one that I had actually led into a panic attack. So I, I don't do it. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm just doing it wrong. I mean, do you have any suggestions on what meditation is supposed to be like? Um, well, for one, I am as novice as they come. And maybe my <laughs> definition of meditation is different. But what I'm realizing is there's a lot of different ways to define it or to practice it. You know, there's, you know, in a textbook definition, there's like mantra meditation where you're like humming a certain like tune over and over again, where you just kind of get lost in the sound of it. Um, there's ones that are based on breathwork, something, the, it's called like Huff, Huffman's breath or something like that. There's like a certain type of breathwork that you work on. And they say like your breath is the connection between your mind and your body. And the second you start following where it goes, that's where your attention is. It's not where my thoughts are. The thoughts will come and go. Um, another type of meditation that I've done, which I don't know if it's a real one or if I made it up, but it's like this visualization where I don't think I've ever told anyone this, but like. I envision myself as like a piece of energy, you know, like a ball of energy, a light. And I kind of have light like flowing through me. It's it's very visual. Like you just kind of like wherever your mind goes, you let yourself feel it. And so for me, that's like a cleansing meditation. I'm just like this light is going to come through me and purify whatever is there. And I'm in this like bubble. So everything that comes by, like a negative thought, a good thought. What am I going to eat for tomorrow for dinner? You know, just the thought. They're outside the bubble. So they could do whatever they, it is that they want. Sometimes they try to reach in and I like visualize them like kind of invading this bubble but the bubble never pops you know what i'm saying there is a safe space yeah. with that's just me so these are just examples of different ways that mentally where you can go whether it's mantra meditation breath work focus visualization um there's other ones where you're like you know tapping there's something called eft which is not like a form of meditation it's like a behavioral therapy that psychologists do where you do like tapping where there's like seven main energy points in your body and you have to repeat certain things to yourself you know, sometimes they're like positive thoughts. Sometimes it's like, I'm loved, I'm supported, I'm safe. Like that's an example, right? And like you, you tap and those like seven main areas as you do them, I genuinely kid you not can feel like a release in my body. And I've never felt that with something like this. So like when I started, I'll, I'll, I'll send you a link or something. It's called EFT, like um, something, something tapping. I think that's what the T stands for. But these, these are like, half of them are like based in like Vedic traditions of like what cultural meditation is. But the other parts are just like, 
psychological behavioral ways of regulating your your mind your anxiety you know and coming back to a place of like calm and so the way I got into meditation like when I was in the, my first year of dental school I definitely suffered from a lot of like burnout so I tried like the traditional like headspace and things like that with free trials but I couldn't sit there for three minutes you know and they, that was with someone else talking you know <laughs> like guiding me through the meditation um, and then during this long weekend I actually just started practicing my own version of meditation, which again, it's really just this compassionate version of me that sits with me. And it could be a conversation. It can be just letting, letting me just feel like I'm a piece of energy. Everything else around me can, can move as it wants, but I'm still, you know, and it's, it's very peaceful. So I did that and I don't know where, but I went like 52 minutes just sitting there. And I, I am literally the most like bouncy, bubbly, like person there like, is you, sure you know you didn't fall asleep or anything it's, no yeah. i was like very aware <laughs> i was sitting up <laughs> so uh. like yeah and that's not even like a, a, a it, it shocked me is my point like I'm, I'm very like i'm introverted but my energy is like bouncing all over the walls so getting to a place of, of like an inner citadel is what they call it like there is a fortress in your head in your mind you're safe inside of it and it, it's cultivating that because all all the things that I'm, and I'm not projecting, like maybe this is, is or isn't what you're feeling, but all these negative thoughts, they aren't you. I think you're fearing that like you are those thoughts. Those are the thoughts. Those are external to it as who Mike is, you know, Mike is this piece of energy, this life force, you know, everything else is outside the bubble. And so it's like the second you sit with it, I think you're going to find, quote unquote, find yourself, you know, the person inside the rubble. I love that. I think I'm going to give that a shot. I'll uh, shoot you a text and be like, all right, what am I supposed to do? All yes, right. please I do. I got lost for like two hours. Yeah. <laughs> what did you I'm show in me? a different country. Where do I find myself? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know what, what traditional definition of, of meditation is, but it, for me, it is finding a place of stillness in any moment. Sometimes it, is, it can be like, I, I could be between patients and I feel like anxiety. I will... I will literally just close my eyes, turn to the wall so no one can see me and like practice like one cycle of that breath work and just just clear everything else for even if it is for like literally three seconds. It's to prove to yourself that you are not everything else around you. You are something deeper than that, you know? I love that. I do. Awesome. Damn. I don't think I can sit still long enough. Like I need to do some kind of tapping or movement. That, yeah, think. whatever works. I, cool. I didn't I didn't sit still for like this forever. I think in between the the 50 minutes or wherever like I did other things like I did the tapping or I would like do breath work and then I think for 10 minutes of them I listened to like a guided meditation so it wasn't like the same just like sitting there and being a monk kind of thing maybe at some point I'll get there but I think the second you start defining like meditation is just sitting still can't move can't think it's so rigid you know and like what fun is that same with like if you set a goal of like weightlifting I like I have to lift 100 pounds by the end of the week it's so rigid like you'll never expand or grow who knows what you do if you like let yourself explore so for me it's been exploring and the way i found it is again stillness no it's interesting yeah. to think about because like you were like saying all that and like my head like meditation is like you're you're sitting still right and so mm -hmm. even like bringing it back to where we were before even like you were talking about like reflection i was like man like do i not actually reflect on my day and it's like you know i think when i do and i never thought about it this way is in my morning commute to work it's like yeah i'm driving but like i guess that's when i'm like thinking about it and like i don't i don't know if you can consider that meditation but like kind of feel like that's that's when i like focus right i like reflect like, and is it usually like a leave you better than where you started 
Yeah. Yeah. Then, yeah. And that's you're definitely but like that's I your can't way of like in my head that doesn't correlate with like meditation, meditation, right? Because it doesn't follow the the standard norms of like yeah meditation to me. But like this goes back to the idea that everything is your own definition. Your definition of success. Your definition of peace. Your definition of progress. Your definition of med- meditation. You define it and you work towards it. You know. So if for you, if meditation is reflection and making time for your inner self. That could be during a car ride. Yeah, that's awesome. Look at that, Alvin. You're already meditating. Man, this is too up. much. I'm like, I'm like realizing too much in this. In this too many things. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh boy. Got a lot to think about in the tomorrow morning's commute. Yeah. <laughs> um, now my morning commutes are mainly like. Um, there was some book that not not that I read, but someone referenced it. Where it's called like it's called Traffic Academy where I listen to a bunch of podcasts on my drive to and from school. So to me, I'm learning as I'm coming back. So I call it like traffic, what is it? Traffic Academy or traffic university. Cause while I'm stuck in traffic, I'm learning. Um, I learned that concept like a few, few months back and I started using it. So for me, that's what my, my drives are. They're just like, I watch a bunch of podcasts from like Rich Roll to like David Goggins, like the, the athlete, like ultra athletes. Um, Nickel for your thoughts. Nickel for, I'm, I'm subscribed. I'm subscribed. Don't worry. Um, Thank yeah. you for the support. <laughs> I'm but so yeah. Rob. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. <laughs> 2.0, 2.0. But yeah, anyways, I before, if we have to end at one point, I just want to say thank you. Like, this was just, in general, a good conversation. I think the, the incentive behind it was like, hey, so when you get on here, talk a little bit about yourself. But at the end of the day, I got to like talk to four really wholesome people. So I'm grateful. Oh, I love that, man. Thank you. I mean, we we really I can't wait for you to start your podcast. If your podcast is yeah, I can't either. things like this, you know, I think you're going to be helping a lot of people and you you don't even know it. Like a lot um something that I've come to realize uh, when I started doing uh, my TikTok thing and I I like I said before, the TikTok thing is solely for me. It's not I'm not doing it for other people, you know, um for other people's uh I guess pleasure to help other people. It's really for me. I've said it I said it in our last ep- in the last episode that it's so that I can reflect on these quotes, these things that th- this content that I've seen on social media. It's for me to reflect on it. It's for me to put my own um perspective on it and it kind of eternalizes it right like if i ever get back into that state where you know i'm upset i need something to remind me why i'm doing what i'm doing i go back to those videos and i'm like okay that's that was my mindset that's why this helped me before so it really is for me but then like i've also gotten dms from just random people hey man you know like i i I really appreciated this you know like where was the original content you know i point them to you know that i got it from this account or something or i'll send them the uh the instagram dm or whatever so i i'm very excited for you to uh to launch your your podcast or whatever platform that you're you're trying to work on next it, you. you gotta let us know when when that starts um you know we'll we'll be here to support you every step of the way you know we'll send you whatever um whatever resources we have that could yeah, I know we were talking that. about like the technicalities of it. But yeah, yeah for mean, sure, I'm going to reach out. You guys are like the only people I know that <laughs> run a podcast. Everyone else is like famous or, you know, a millionaire. So <laughs> I mean, we're Wait, super whoa, young. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What are you trying to say? I'm saying you guys are approachable. <laughs> approachable and financially 
restrained. <laughs> Within your range. <laughs> Within my range. I'm a student. You guys are at least making money, okay? So if anyone if anyone here is grappling with money, that's me. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um I mean, we're Excuse super me. young, you know. I actually just looked at our statistics this morning because I was talking to a friend about it. And we have like a hundred listeners. Which is great. Yeah, don't get me wow. wrong. Like that that's a that's great. You know, I never thought a hundred listeners so and you know, even if you assume half of those are our friends, you know, yeah. friends and family or whatever, fifty of those people we don't know. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. so, you know, for our listeners, we love you, you know, very, very thankful for the support. But again, you know, <laughs> In the grand scheme of things, <laughs> to us, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, yeah, how could you forget? Yeah. <laughs> In the grand scheme of things, you know, compare if you compare us to like people like Joe Rogan, right? you know, it, mm-hmm. it, it, we're nothing. But, you know, to us, this is something that we do for ourselves. You know, we have fun doing it. You know, I, I hope you had fun, did, you know, being on tonight. Oh, of um, course. No judgment. Yeah, you know, I thought it was going to be a podcast. I like realize myself a little bit <laughs> you're like i'm having yeah, an existential we went, crisis we had a <laughs> session right like yeah. let me know uh, when who said it was free up. oh no <laughs> i charged by the hour yeah well she's gonna send us her venmo tonight yeah. Yeah, if you're done dental school somehow <laughs> so yeah please you know keep us updated um well we're, we're gonna post a uh, picture to let our listeners know our our followers on instagram know that we posted i don't know who who actually you know looks at it like oh my god they they the next episode is up let's listen to it but, you know I, I, you I never know the last one because of the post <laughs> there you go yeah there you go so do I you guys record this for youtube or something too like what platforms yeah. is it on mm-hmm. we have we have it on youtube i'll post i think Plug it's it in the podcast our, i think it's on our instagram I think if you just go to like the link, I think mm-hmm. uh, Anthony and Sarav put that together where you can just go in the link in our bio and it'll post every. It shows all the links that we have. Gotcha, um, gotcha. I know you're on like um, Spotify and Apple Podcasts because that's that's where I had found like subscribe, but I didn't know you guys like recorded. Yeah, video yeah. Too. Oh, should I have asked for consent or something? Oh, no. We, we are recording the video. We've been recording no, no, no. the video for the I past hour that, and 15 minutes. I realized that once we had the whole mustache moment, but like, yeah, like I'm fine with it. <laughs> I just don't, didn't know don't what bring attention <laughs> to the mustache. And anyone who's listening to this not on video, I hope you like check it out because the mustache really is a sight to see. No, Alvin, right. you know Alvin in person. Right? right, yeah. You don't even have to listen to the podcast. Just come see the mustache. Yeah, <laughs> yeah agreed, agreed. Or just go to this, our Instagram. This, this We're is posting purely a purely circumstantial. Like you just caught me at a really bad time. Come next Alvin, week to see the goatee. What? A goatee? What? What? Yeah, I said come next oh, week. Oh no! To yeah, the I had the whole goatee, goatee. before. Can you so grow you one grow in again. a week? Uh, I'm not. I'm growing back the whole beard. <laughs> <laughs> I had. I had enough. Right. Next we'll week post you... a picture of uh, Pat's mutton chops. Oh God, yes. no! <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um. Uh, for our listeners, I mean, I'm assuming they're gonna see our Instagram post before they see they before they listen to the uh, episode. But um, we're going to tag Saloni's 
both of Saloni's accounts. You have your uh, your platform account and then your personal account. You know, give her a follow. She ha- she posts great content. You know, her last your last video on like what is it? Inner happiness. Mm-hmm. Like I listened to it. Did you? Did you? Um, was that you talking in it, or did you? Yes. Uh, yes was that me. someone else? Amazing. Like it was great. Thank you. Like it, it felt. Thank you. It sounded like I was listening to like an audiobook. Yeah, some I'm like I don't know what it is, but when I start like I wrote those out, those are like not po- poetry, but they're just like trains of thought. And then when I'm like trying to express them, I think in conversations like this, I'm like trying to get the next word in. But when there's like a collective calm thing to say, I like I try to say it slowly and with pause. So I'm glad you appreciate it because I, I I'm like aware of it. I don't want to sound super like energetic. I want to match the tone of what it is that I'm writing. So yeah, thank you. <laughs> No, oh, yeah, they're really great. <laughs> so but yeah, yeah, you, um, you gotta lower down on the compliments because I'm gonna get a big head. So you could th- you could throw in like a little like tease about it, like Sony kind of got a man voice. You know, you could. I'm saying just just don't <laughs> don't boost me up too much. No, it's fine. Um, again, uh, to all our listeners, please uh, go support uh, Saloni's accounts. Um, we'll also let you know when she launches her uh, her podcast. So you guys can go and follow that. Um, yeah, is there anything you guys wanted to add? Uh, I got nothing. I was, yeah, I was gonna say it was Same a good here. podcast, good cast. Yeah, awesome. Thanks, Saloni, for being on. Thanks, Thank Saraf. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Thank honestly. you, Saraf two point Oh, he's gonna hate us. He's gonna. He's oh gonna my text goodness! Us about that later. Okay. He's gonna be like, he wasn't here. Or I'm, I'm here. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'm here. We should have I a know. serious sit down with him that like Alvin did so well that you know he's gonna Maybe be he should have <laughs> replacement. Next podcast Sarab. is just me and Sarah. <laughs> I'm the real Sarah. We need to talk. <laughs> right? Yeah, just the best with them. What what roles do you guys all play? What do you mean? Sorry, like do you guys like have different roles of like who edits stuff, who like it posts on social media? Like, do you guys have different roles for this or? So Anthony, actually, I actually I don't have access Anthony. to the account anymore. What did you do? <laughs> uh, I got a new phone and it logged me oh. off, and I can't find the password. <laughs> okay, I'll send you the user and password okay. if I figure it out. Um, yeah, Anthony is doing our uh, what's it called? Our social media. Um, I am mostly doing the uh, like the editing and stuff. It editing. I mean, I bleep out a few words if you know. If someone tells us that we probably shouldn't say that, we'll, I'll bleep it out before I upload it. Um, but really, all the work is done by the server that I told you about at the party. Like that mm-hmm. one server, we upload our, uh, our audio. It sends it to all the uh, platforms. Gotcha. Um, I mean, there's really not much more to it. We're trying to uh, to add more, but we're we're waiting until we have a larger list base. Um, I think Pat is going to start an OnlyFans. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm still <laughs> yeah, gotta start making money somehow right you know yeah so, uh, I, I get that that's why he he I, picked up a i want to hear you sing that, i <laughs> knew that? it i knew it it wasn't for like inner peace of mind no yeah, that was that was all a bunch of for bs profit. it's for the only fans you know? it's for the only fans i knew it <laughs> <laughs> so I, like what are, you, are you gonna are you gonna bleep out every 2.0 when we say Sarov 2.0? <laughs> He's gonna no, like, what did they say? If anything, I'm gonna raise the gain on it so that it, it sounds like Sarov 2.0. 2. 2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
All right, you got to tell me his uh, his genuine reaction to it, or if not, get it on the podcast next time. Well, I'm sure he'll mention it next week. <laughs> <laughs> no, we just we just can't tell him, and we'll see if he listens to the podcast. Mm. Oh, and if he, does, and if he doesn't, if he doesn't mention it, then we bring it back up. And on we the know podcast. he didn't listen. We bring bring it up wow. next week <laughs> on the podcast. It's like Sarav, did you uh, notice anything different about last week's podcast? You know, besides, of course. Alvin and Solana being on it. He's like, no, 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 of course not. Uh, I didn't get to you watch it. I was, was busy. I was busy. I, was busy. I didn't cash, get to hear yeah. it. Uh, yeah, we uh, we coined Alvin as Sarav 2.0. Right. Yeah. What? Yeah, he, what he the heck? You he didn't hear I the last that. 10 minutes of just talk shit. <laughs> How much you want to bet that's going to be his genuine like verbatim reaction? Like, work for work. Oh, yeah. oh probably. Anthony yeah. knows Sarav yeah. pretty well. Sure. <laughs> He's pretty predictable too. No, I think he'd be like, <laughs> "Wow, wait, well, like guy, what? are you serious?" And then, like, here. and then like a chuckle. He might not want to come back after this. Gee, Sarav, uh, <laughs> if you're you listening, said, you said it's a slight chuckle. <laughs> yeah, a slight <laughs> chuckle. You throw in one, hundred percent. Sarav, if you're listening, we're not sure if you are. Sarav, if you're listening. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> What is heart. this? What is I don't. What is this? You know what this it's is. Supposed to be like a heart. You know what this is. How is the heart, heart man? It, it's, look at the outline at of the it. outside it, of your fingers. Like, oh, right. didn't Josh show us <laughs> that? Heart. Never heard of that. Josh Never did heard. show us that, and that was like our first picture together. <laughs> <gasps> That's why we did this in the picture. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh yeah. my god. Well, not aware. Wow. We're oh all. Oh my god. Everyone's oh, having a self-aware bears. moment. Yeah, what this is if, if anything else didn't get them. Yeah, we could have been throwing up gang signs and you wouldn't have like you would have right? done it. This is a gang sign. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, th- I so this is like the whole Italian thing. So that's I thought I thought that's Did what you we were think doing. Oh, what you were that... saying to yes. everyone with the picture? Yes, wow. Italiano. Hey. <laughs> You know what? I gotta go back to this. I'm gonna go look at this picture. Isn't it like the picture? At me, watching the picture, like Josh. Yeah, who there was Italian? No one. You you know, actually, part Italian. Actually, I was one (laughs) percent Italian before 23 and before 23 and me. Uh, uh, you know, like scanned my DNA again, and they said, "No, you're not." Oh, oh, nice. I was Italian for about two months. Is it a group me or is it a WhatsApp? What? Or that? Oh, or that I was thinking of the wrong picture, guys. Oh, uh, I'm talking about the one when we're wearing um flannel. Oh, go to my Instagram. It's like my first picture. I only have like four pictures, so. No oh, Mike, by the way, did you take the the thumbnail or whatever that you were trying to take? I'm just gonna take it from the video. I'm just gonna. Oh, find okay. It still, yeah. Okay. That's what I've been doing. All right, so uh, to all our listeners, thank you. Uh, Saloni, thank you for coming on. Alvin, thank you for uh, for subbing in. Permanently. Permanently. Don't say that. We'll we'll, we'll let you know if uh, if we're going to need you to come back. (laughs) You'll see next week if Sarav or Sarav 2.0 makes it. (laughs) Just in case, keep your Wednesday nights open. (laughs) Right, yeah. You're on call, yeah. (laughs) On the backup. (laughs) All right. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Thank Bye. you. All right. Have a good night. Um. Until next episode. Peace. Peace. Yeah. Peace. Bye.